Looking through the nuts and bolts of life Joe Suchier Who did we meet when the Republican National Convention was in town? Was it Jake Tapper? Is that who we talked to? I don't think so. No. Uh, is Jake Tapper CNN? Jake Tapper is now CNN, yes. He used to be uh, ABC. He confronted Keith Ellison. That's unlikely. That was uh, yes, Yeah, that was yesterday, right? Yeah. Uh, Representative Keith Ellison was highly offended by questioning from Jake Tapper on CNN over his past relationship with bigoted Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan in light of... Uh, in light of Ellison's accusations against President Donald Trump as a bigot. And hmm. Tapper called him out on it. Wow, that's that's pretty big for CNN. It really is. Uh, Tapper asked Ellison to comment on the Supreme Court ruling Tuesday that the travel ban on some majority Muslim nations was constitutional. Ellison called the ruling bigoted and said it would not stand the test of time. <clears throat> Tapper countered that two countries of the ban were not Muslim-majority nations, and Ellison offered that North Korea was a red herring, but that the ban was mainly driven by the president's bigotry. Well, and to Tapper's credit, uh, he hung in there. Mm. He said he wanted a complete and total shutdown of Muslim entry into the country, Ellison said. He didn't get the complete and total shutdown, but he's got something, and he's celebrating that right now. Tapper then asked Ellison to comment on his associations with Farrakhan in light of his criticisms against Trump, especially the charge that the president was a bigot. You've been decrying President Trump's bigotry. Obviously, you used to follow somebody who continually expressed sexist, anti-LGBTQ and anti-Semitic bigotry, Louis Farrakhan. You've condemned Farrakhan's bigotry. I would disagree with that, Ellison interrupted. I would disagree with that, sir. Sorry, what are what are you what are you disagreeing with? Asked Tapper. That comes up in this context. Ellison responded. I don't know what that means. Well, you're decrying bigotry, and Louis Farrakhan is a pretty clear bigot. Countered Tapper. Wow. Right, and I agree that that's true. Ellison said, and I think that I've made myself very clear. But that's just going back to the false equivalency. Look, I don't have any support for the individual you just mentioned stands for, nor, nor do I agree with Trump's bigotry either. He wouldn't say his name. But that again, he added, you know, anytime somebody tries to say that something is unfair and bigoted, if you're going to say, well, one time you sort of said something or somebody said you said something, and then so nobody can complain about bigotry. So Ellison is is babbling like any other person that comes on CNN expecting the kid glove treatment, and apparently a few of them have not been getting it. All right, a little Jake Taffer pushback. Oh, well, oh, well, you were a follower of Farrakhan. Uh, Tapper interrupted. You were a follower of Farrakhan. No, I wasn't, Jake. That's not true, Ellison objected and accused Tapper of trying to excuse Trump's bigotry through attacks on Ellison's past associations with bigoted individuals. Well, isn't that what they do with Donald, with President Trump? Hell yes. I'm disappointed that that's why you called me on your show today, added Ellison. Tapper pressed Ellison on a statement from Farrakhan stating that he had been in a meeting with him at his hotel suite and that the congressman denied it profusely, but would not say whether Farrakhan was lying or not while, while refusing to even utter the bigoted leader's name. Ellison, you met with Farrakhan. He's a pal, was a pal, maybe he isn't now, but uh, 
you were caught and you, you used them. You 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 didn't know what the hell to say. Uh, it was just who's the lady that's been uh, surprisingly candid on CNN. Uh, uh, um, uh, this is where you're supposed to excel. You you remember names, right? I don't. Right. I can't I can't think of her name at the moment. Thank you. That's Brooke, what it is. Brooke rookie. Baldwin. Brooke Baldwin. Rookie like rookie. Confronting the uh, the uh, Wisconsin legislator uh, in Washington uh, about well, where were you in 2014 when the same damn thing was happening on the border? Mm-hmm. And she just sputtered and sputtered and sputtered and had no idea. Absolutely could not have anticipated that going on CNN would have resulted in her having to answer such questions. Mary Jo Alters? Uh, I don't know who it was. Yeah, I think so. The Tapper, huh? I tapper had no going idea. after it. I had no idea. I don't watch okay. the. Uh, I don't watch the uh, the CNN show as much. If it's on, it's usually uh, muted, <laughs> but it might be on in the background. I do turn it on every day when I'm eating lunch at ten thirty. Who's the woman I'm thinking of that's that's moderating at that point? That's prior to Brooke Baldwin. Yeah, check out the CNN lineup. and daily. I I do turn in just to see the consistency of how daily uh, the agenda is to uh, to find fault with absolutely anything the Supreme Court has done, with what Trump has done, with whatever. All of this immigration stuff has been happening under previous administrations. And it was okay when it was Obama, but it's not okay now. The same things were happening. The same things were happening. I don't know. I've told you all week. The the wisdom of Solomon will be required to fix this. But when you when you you get to somebody like uh, the the newest hero of the mystery, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, who wants to abolish ICE, and, and uh, uh, maybe maybe the mystery or Mysterians intend to be entirely welcoming of anybody in the world who wants to get here, because they would be very supportive of the mystery. They, they they won't be expected to excel and achieve and compete because the mystery intends to undo those dynamics. Just a bunch of sitting around. I don't know what I don't know. France. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Hey, hey. but you've got Doug. It works with me. <laughs> but you, I, I suppose if you can eliminate history, then maybe you can eliminate the idea that there was ever a Marx. Well, just look at Venezuela. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. What happens is a new gang comes along, a new crowd comes along and says, well, it hasn't worked because they haven't fine-tuned it as well as I intend to fine-tune it. No, it still won't work. It's never worked and never will because it goes against, goes against the grain of the human soul. It goes against the grain of humans yearning, yearning to be free. It doesn't work when you saddle me with your socialism. It doesn't work. It hasn't worked anywhere in the world. Why do you think people have been trying to get here? Right. Well, then what's the distinction? Why do they? It can't be the person. Why the do they think it's going to be different? The distinction is here's a, you know, the people keep pouring out of the failed academy and they think it hasn't worked because people haven't been as clever 
to bring it about as I intend to be, and I'm going to bring it about. And Cynthia Nixon, uh, that noted uh, scholar, uh, thinks she'll bring it about. It, it, and uh, She thinks she has smart ideas like getting rid of ICE, getting open borders. Uh, where are we going to get all this it, money? Well, it stands to reason, again, I don't think I'm engaging in hyperbole. It stands to reason that Mysterians think they can bring about the mystery. Uh, what, why would they care about open borders? If they don't care about preserving the integrity and sovereignty of the United States, it stands to reason they don't give a damn about the border because they envision a country that is not going to be the United States. I don't think we're on the wrong path here. Still need money to run it. Yeah, they'll, well, and then what do you do? Let's say you bleed uh, evil white people who make a living. Well, then what? Wall Street starts with a hundred trillion. You burn through that in uh, yeah, 10 Wouldn't years. Take long. Then what are you going to do? Then what? Where are you going to fund it the money? It doesn't out? work. You're just going to start to confiscate property. You can't enrich people by decreasing the wealth of others. It doesn't work. Never has. Never will. We are going to have Mad Max 2025. We'll be fighting for gasoline. <laughs> could be. It could be. We're headed for the old uh, Civil War. Something happening here but What it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down University of Garage Logic, 98, College of Self-Esteem, Zip, Nada, Nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. that well first you had becky barbecue that was the dumb woman in oakland who called the police because some black people were gonna have a barbecue in the park yep and she thought the smoke was offensive yep well then you had permit patty permit patty well permit patty was the chick in san francisco who called the cops on a uh i think on a black chick a little girl who was selling water yeah black girl who was selling water and uh, Permit Patty uh, is named Allison Edel. She's the CEO of Treatwell Health. Uh, she stepped down after at least six marijuana businesses cut ties over Edel's threat to an eight-year-old black girl because uh, she was selling water outside this moron's apartment and she didn't like the noise. And, and so she's now agreed that 
she has to leave her job. So uh, she became known in the internet on the internet as Permit Patty. Permit Patty. So you had Becky Barbecue. Becky Barbecue. Permit Patty. Permit Patty. And now we got Stephanie Swimming Pool. What's uh, I don't know this one. What's now you got Stephanie Swimming Pool. Could be the Samer theory too. A white South Carolina woman hit a black teen as she booted him and his pals from a community pool and then bit a policeman who came to arrest her for the assault. Oh. Okay, this is interesting. Where was this? South Carolina. Stephanie Sebi Dash Strempel, 38. Allegedly told a 15-year-old boy and his friends that they did not belong and had to leave the Reminisce Pool in Somerville, South Carolina. On Sunday, Dor- Dorchester County Sheriff's Officer said, according to ABC News 4. What, what is this, 1947? What is wrong with you m- morons? The teen was one of several kids invited to the pool by a friend in the neighborhood. After being accosted, the boy said he and his friends started to leave respectfully, but the deranged woman started yelling racial slurs and called them punks. Oh, man. Come I saw on. the video. The kids were polite. Kids were, the kids have every right in the world to go swimming. How old is this gal? I shouldn't even call her a gal. 38. How old is this? 38. Uh, so has been raised on uh, tolerance and... Uh... One video of the incident posted on Facebook. Shows the woman in a patterned one-piece bathing suit yelling, get out, and swiping at a phone camera. Get out now, she can be heard yelling. There's three numbers I can dial. 911, okay? Get out, you little punk. Go. I hope that she rots in jail. <laughs> I really do. I really do. Family members, get on her. What were you? How dumb are you? Deputies said the out-of-control bather hit the teen at least three times as he walked out of the pool area, including twice in the face. He was checked out, was not hurt. Investigators said the assault was unprovoked and that the teen did not retaliate when he was hit. Oh, that's some big time restraint. In, in the in this day and age, that's, for uh, a youth not to this this you got a good kid. You here. know what the kid had? He had moral and ethical clarity. Yeah, you have a good she, kid. She didn't. Right. She's X out. He this one's got uh, a future. When deputies showed up to Sebi Dash Stemple's home Monday to arrest her, she pushed one detective against the wall, injuring his knee, and bit a second one so hard on his arm that she broke skin. She was charged with third-degree assault and with two counts of assaulting a police officer while arresting, resisting arrest. I, I honest to God, I hope she goes to jail for a couple of years. I really do. Well, she's uh, for assaulting a police officer. Number one will get her at least some time, but I, I wish there was a. I wish there was a year a loser jail. Who's that on line one? Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with our current topic, Roger. What's it have to do with? Uh, boating. That's always a current topic with me. No, that's true. Yeah. Roger. Roger. Yes. You go ahead. Did I get a hold of Joe? Yes. You were on the air. Oh, well, I, I don't need that all of that, but the reason I'm calling is that uh, I own a 1959... 17-foot Chris Craft. Okay. All mahogany. Yes, they are. And uh, I want to sell it. I've owned it for 54 <laughs> years. And uh, I'm getting old, and I, I, I regretfully I, I'm going to have to sell it. Why don't you email me, Roger? We're not doing the daily auction here. <laughs> what do you want to do? 
uh, why did you email? Why did you email me? Uh, with the description of the vote, you mean? Or? Sure, in a way that I can reach you. Well, I can give you my home phone number. Well, I don't have a, email that, or any of that stuff. But. <laughs> just a minute. Yeah. Just Maybe a minute. we'll put you on hold this here This is some really that. good skull, uh, call screening here, Larry. Well, I know boats are always I'm going to put you back on hold, uh, Roger, and Rookie will get your information. All right. I'll be right here. All right. I bet in the description... It probably says, just like on Golden Pond. I, I bet in the description it says, just like on Golden Pond. How could Pond. he be listening to what we've been discussing and out of the blue uh, call to try to sell me a boat? When you're trying to sell something, you don't, that's first and that goes to the front of the class. You know what there's going to be, don't you? There's going to be a There's going to be a problem. There's going to be a problem. There's going to be a problem with me and you. No, you're going to Incompetent calls. You're going to forget by the 4th of July, baby. Huh? Oh, maybe sooner than that. There's something happening here. What it Go ahead, get his number. I'll call the guy. I'm just not going to talk about it on the air. There's a man with hey, a gun over there. Yeah, make, make sure you put in the description, just like on Golden Pond. <laughs> He's telling me about it right now. Good. We'll be back shortly. But now thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business. Jeez, what was that? Nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal in Your Money Now. Hello? No, I'm still getting that same kind of static here. Yeah, I don't want to hear that anymore. Bruce, if you can hear me, you're going to have to uh, shut down and reboot. All right, I'm done. I'll see you. Bruce, you there? I mean, I'll be back. You're but, good. You're uh, fine. Uh, I will tell you right now, before we get to Mr. Bruce, as he powers down and powers back up, if you want to check out our website, are you ready? That's fine now. 15. I was hearing the music. Oh, you were? Yeah, I was hearing it fine. Oh, okay. Well, you were a little staticky, but no, you're good now. That's just my voice. Uh, you know, <laughs> Joe, I really hope that you are with us for a, a good many more years. Why? Me but, too. Well, well, I just hope that you stick around, but your tombstone is just definitely going to say, that's some good call screening, Rook. <laughs> I'll throw Reavers under the bus as well, right. <laughs> famous, right. famous last words. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, stocks are down today. We had some gains early today, but about an hour and a half ago, they started to disappear, and now we are firmly entrenched in the red with the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 110 points. The NASDAQ Composite is down 86. The S&P 500 is off 15. The Supreme Court dealt a big blow to unions today when it ruled that public employees who do not belong to a union can't be required to pay union dues. The 5-4 to four vote overruled a 1977 precedent and is likely to stretch far beyond just the workplace. Meat snacks are still red hot as people look for a high-protein, low-calorie snack that can be eaten on the go. Wisconsin jerky maker Jack Links said it will open its second retail store next month in Las Vegas. Right now, the current uh, the company just has one retail store, and it's in the Target Center. He's Ace Hardware and Garden Source. Commencing Garage Logic Segment Number Eight. Yeah, so Raj, and then so it's been in storage. Here's okay. John Height. Joe, I got I got a guitar I want to sell. Maybe yeah. you might be interested in 
looking at it. What are we on? An Ontonagon, Michigan, <laughs> AM 560? Hey, speaking of sales, Duluth, Johnny. Duluth? Oh, uh, just, <laughs> this is brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, Woodbury, and downtown Duluth. You're smooth. It's partly cloudy and 77 degrees. Twins and White Sox again tonight in Chicago. White Sox won the series opener last night. Tonight, Kyle Gibson goes for the Twins and James Shields, the veteran, pitches for the White Sox. Uh, by the way, Jorge Polanco played his first game at shortstop for Class A Fort Myers yesterday. He went two for three with a single, a home run, an RBI, and two walks. He homered in his first at bat. I remember Polanco was suspended for half the season for steroid use. He's eligible to come back and play for the Twins this upcoming Monday July 2nd. St. Paul Saints with the last game of this homestand tonight. They're playing the Sioux Falls Canaries at CHS Field. Uh, Saints at the moment tied for first place in the North Division in the American Association with a 20-17 and record. News notes from today. Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy announcing his retirement today, giving President Trump the chance to appoint his second high court justice. The 81-year-old Kennedy said in a statement he's stepping down after more than 30 years on the court. A Republican appointees held the key vote on high-profile issues like abortion, affirmative action, gay rights, guns, campaign finance, and voting rights. Kennedy said he has informed his colleagues and the president of his plans. His retirement will take effect at the end of July. This is terrifying to the Mysterians. Absolutely yeah, right. terrifying. The president praising Kennedy as a man of tremendous vision said his search for a new justice would begin immediately. Maybe Ilhan Omar will walk on water and air and be placed in the Supreme Court. I don't think so. No, not yet? No. She's not that fast of a rising star? No, but she's a rising star. Not a lot of details, but our TV affiliate, 5 Eyewitness News, reporting two law enforcement sources confirming the Minnesota Correctional Facility at Oak Park Heights was placed under lockdown today after a staff member was injured. Sources said the staff member was taken to Regents Hospital. His condition is unknown at this time, also unknown how he was injured. Police in suburban Atlanta say that body that was found inside a beer cooler at the Major League home of the Atlanta Braves was a Minnesota man who was doing contract work at the stadium. Cobb County Police today identified him as 48-year-old Todd Keeling of White Bear Lake. It's unclear how he died, but his family told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that Keeling was installing his beer tap invention when he was trapped inside. Family members said Keeling invented something called DraftWell, a new technology that cuts down average beer tap pour times from 14 seconds to 5 seconds. The Braves would be the second team in Major League Baseball to have the technology. The Twins right now at Target Field are the other. Cobb County Police Spokeswoman Sarah O'Hara says an autopsy is planned to help determine how the man died. The Braves declined comment, referring reporters to the statement from the police. Uh, SunTrust Park is in uh, just northwest of Atlanta near Smyrna. It cuts Georgia. down the time from what to what? 14 seconds to 5 seconds. That's a hell of a way to die, isn't it? To yeah, save uh, 9 seconds on pouring beer? Yeah. But he was probably ready to sell it and make millions. I don't know, but gee whiz, that's a mm. tough way to go. Uh, they're still not sure of the cause of death, uh, so we'll see what uh, Wall Street Journal reporting. North, well, I'm not done with this. Oh yeah, what was, did he die because it's cold? Well, I wonder. They don't know. They found him the next day, so they're not sure. If, uh, an employee found him when he arrived at the ballpark the oh. next day. So, so maybe so, he uh, got maybe he got latched in or stuck in. Well, obviously, Matt. Yeah, yeah, that's what it sounds like. The autopsy is today, so I'm guessing we'll know in the next day or two uh, a cause of death. Wall Street Journal reporting North Korea's 
upgrading its nuclear research center at a rapid pace. That, according to new satellite imagery, that despite Pyongyang's commitment to denuclearization at a summit with the U.S. this month, the analysis from 38 North, a North Korea-focused website published by the Stimson Center in Washington, found that Pyongyang in recent weeks appears to have modified the cooling system of its plutonium production reactor and built a newer building near the cooling tower. New construction could also be observed at the site's experimental light water reactor. The satellite pictures captured on June 21st, nine days after the summit between President Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un showed no immediate effort to begin denuclearization of North Korea's key nuclear research site. President Trump once again going after Harley-Davidson on Twitter this morning. He warned the company, quote, we won't forget about its decision to shift some motorcycle production overseas. They already make motorcycles overseas. He also suggested the company will lose out to competitors. The president tweeted that Harley-Davidson, which already has some production, as Joe just pointed out, in foreign markets, should stay 100% in America. They Trump. haven't been for years. <laughs> Trump said he's, quote, done Maybe so. Maybe you should tweet him that. I yeah, why don't you tweet that at the, tweet. at the president? I don't believe in tweeting. Never have, never will. <laughs> Trump said he's, quote, done so much for you. And then this, speaking, of course, to Harley Davidson, the company said Monday it came to its decision because of tariffs it faces in an escalating trade dispute between the U.S. and the European Union. Trump said on Twitter, we won't forget and neither will your customers or your now very, capital letters, happy competitors. The president had warned earlier any shift in production will be the beginning of the end for Harley. Moscow and Washington striking a deal today to hold a summit soon between Trump and Russian President Vladimir Putin. Kremlin foreign policy aide Yuri Ushakov, speaking after Putin, met U.S. National Security Advisor John Bolton in the Kremlin, said the summit would take place in a mutually convenient third country and that several more weeks were needed to get ready for it. Bill Shine, the former co-president of Fox News, is in final talks to take over the post of White House Communications Director. Fox News' own White House reporter John Roberts took to Twitter to report the news today. The New York Times reported, uh, based on sources, that Shine was offered the job by the president. Shine's a longtime executive at Fox News. He served as its co-president for nearly 10 months after the ouster of longtime head Roger Ailes amidst a wave of sexual harassment allegations. Shine was considered by many to be Ailes' protege at the network. He left Fox News himself in the wake of a network-wide house cleaning, but he's denied any wrongdoing in the handling of sexual harassment allegations. Since leaving the network, he reportedly has been in contention for a position in the White House. He also spent much of his time down at President Trump's Mar-a-Lago Resort in Florida, along with mutual friend Sean Hannity. <laughs> Sean didn't turn that one down, huh? I don't think he's turned any of them down. That deep conservative thinker. Yes. A shirtless man wearing boxer shorts shut down the southbound lanes of the 110 freeway in downtown Los Angeles for two hours this morning after he scaled an exit sign, unfurled political banners, and began vaping, dancing, and shouting from a bullhorn. Oh, that's all I need. <laughs> uh, this, of course, is a very busy freeway in really? Los Angeles. Name me and, one that isn't. Yeah. Well, it created... A massive traffic jam, which they already probably had to start with. Right. It paralyzed much of the downtown area as police officers and firefighters scaled the sign in an attempt to remove the man. It finally ended when the sign climber performed a backflip off the structure and landed on a massive inflatable cushion that was put there by firefighters. It all started just after 8 a.m., according to Officer Dion Conley. Callers reported the man was hanging banners, while others questioned whether or not he was suicidal. Man scaled the exit sign for southbound 6th Street 
Witnesses said the man was alternating between yelling about himself, love and God, and freestyle rapping. He also took breaks and would sit down and vape. Firefighters put two... Yeah, you throw a little vape in there. He sounds pretty cool. Look cool dude, huh? Firefighters placed two enormous inflatable mattresses beneath the freeway side, extended fire ladders toward the structure as police closed the highway. A CHP motorcycle officer scaled the exit sign in an apparent attempt to remove the man, but he climbed to the very top of the sign and struck poses for bystanders and appeared to taunt authorities. By 10 this morning, they had apparently convinced the man to end his performance. He stood up facing the sign, did a backflip onto one of the cushions. He appeared to be uninjured, was placed on a gurney in a seated position and taken away from the scene. The National Trust for Historic Preservation has named Route 66 one of America's most endangered historic places. The nonprofit is lobbying to have the 2,400-mile-long network of existing roads that make up the route of the commissioned highway system named the 20th National Historic Trail in the U.S. That would open up new avenues of federal funding for the promotion and upkeep for it and the sites that border it. Legislation that would give the so-called Mother Road this designation is currently pending but needs to be acted upon by the U.S. Senate and President before it expires this year. The trust has partnered with the Route 66 Road Ahead Partnership to launch a petition urging its uh, passage. Uh, Route 66, according to National Trust for Historic Preservation President Stephanie Meeks, has fueled America's imagination, popular culture, and passion for the open road for nearly a century it deserves a place, she said, not just in our rearview mirror, but on our roadmap of unique travel experiences for generations to come. Last September, I stood on the corner in Winslow, Arizona. Such a fine sight to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Route 66. Did you travel uh, the whole thing on Route 66? You know, no. Did you cover the whole Route 66? No. Or no. 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 Got it. I was in Flagstaff when we went out to Winslow. Got it. Uh, the route is currently funded in part through the work of dedicated associations in each of the eight states it passes through, along with some matching grants from the National Park Service. The 100th anniversary of the opening of Route 66 will be marked in the year 2026. Hey, uh, salary on the judges, the Supreme Court justices. Yeah. Associate justices are paid 251, Chief Justice 263. The U.S. Constitution prohibits Congress from reducing the pay of incumbent justices. Once a justice meets age and service requirements, the justice may retire. May retire. Judicial pensions are based on the same formula used for federal employees, but a justice's pension, as with other federal courts judges, can never be less than their salary at the time wow. of retirement. Dave Dahl next. Nice pension. Stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Every town I go in, there's a street. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're up to 77 degrees. Heading for a high today in the lower 80s. It's starting to get a little muggy out there as well. Dew point still in the mid-60s. Tonight down to 68 for the overnight low, so it's going to stay warm or mild. West winds at 5 to 10. Tomorrow mostly sunny, hot, and humid. 90 for the high. South winds at 5 to 10. Gets up to 96 on Friday. That's the hottest day in the next seven. There is a chance of some um, HI or the heat index getting up to at least 100 and probably in that 100 to 105 range tomorrow. So they will probably issue a heat advisory or an excessive heat warning for the metro 
uh, during the day on Friday. Then on Saturday, some morning and nighttime thunderstorms. The morning thunderstorms is a question mark at this point, but I think the nighttime storms are very likely 70 to 80% chance for that. 88 for the high on Saturday. The storms will cool us down a little bit on Sunday, but partly cloudy skies expected on Sunday. 84 for the high, then it warms up again. Monday up to 88. 92 on Tuesday, up to 94 for the 4th of July. And it stays, the way it appears right now, it stays in the lower 90s through the end of next week as well. So if uh, people are taking off that week for the 4th of July holiday, they're going to get a hot one with temps in the 90s most of next week. Right now, Joe, we're at 77. I have the records for the day. June 27. 104 on this date. 104. Now, you can. there's two years that I could have you guess, and I bet you'll, you'll nail it. Either 1932 or 1934? You got it. 1934. Good for you. 44. 44. In 1925. In 1925. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. All right, we got a big problem in the food world. (laughs) Talk to me, bro. I knew this would pique your interest. Dr. Chow. French butchers have issued a plea for police protection from vegans who they say are, are terrorizing them. The, the vegans really? are terrorizing the butcher shops in France. Why should they protest butcher shops? It's their choice to be a vegan, right? Well, they don't want you to eat meat, though. The vegans, the, the, you know, your, your yes. terrorist wing of the vegan movement is pretty militaristic. Not going to happen. French butchers have issued a plea for police protection against vegans whom they blame for a series of attacks. Uh, the, the butchers say they are coming under physical, verbal, and moral attack from vegans and animal rights groups in the land of the steak frites, and warn that animosity against their profession is being fueled by heavy media exposure to the anti-meat cause. Hey, animals can <laughs> run. Plants can't. They are asking for the interior minister, Gerard Colombe, to intervene. Okay. Their request comes days after a rotisserie in Lille, northern France, was vandalized. The fourth such incident of its kind in a matter of weeks. In the Hauts de France of northern France, seven butchers and charcuteries. Yeah, those are candlestick makers. Why in the hell would the, I suppose you need animal fat for that, huh? Yeah. Were you being facetious? Yeah, the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. You know, I want to tell you, you're going to get stabbed through the heart with a pencil Uh, and you're going to die. Wait, what are they? uh, Spell that one. C-H-A-R. Yeah. C-U-T. E-R-I-E-S, charcuteries. Seven butchers and charcuteries were attacked and sprayed with false blood. Charcuterie. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? It's a a chair. No, 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 no. Several other similar incidents were reported in the southwestern Occitanie region. It's the branch of cooking devoted to prepare meat products such as bacon, ham, sausages. So it's like they're it's the it's the butcher. They're they're processing. Why why are we calling? Well, butchers must work at a charcuterie. Charcuterie, yeah, charcuterie. Oui. In a letter to the minister Jean Francois Guihard, president of the French Federation of Butchers and Caterers, said, "We are counting on your services and on the support of the entire government to stop as swiftly as possible such attacks." The eighteen thousand butchers of France were worried about media overexposure of the vegan way of life. Butchers were shocked by a section of society that wishes to impose its way of life not to mention its ideology on the vast majority of meat-eating French people, he said. Hmm. This is something, we must do something about uh, this. Yeah, 
Immédiatement. Immédiatement. Maintenant. Now. Besides the rotisserie. 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 Yeah. Animal welfare activists also targeted a butcher, a fishmonger, and a restaurant selling meat dishes in Lille in May. Each time they smashed windows and scrawled the words no to speciesism on the shop front. Popular animal rights advocates, the term speciesism suggests that mistreating non-human species is a form of discrimination akin to racism or sexism. Well, we're not alone, are we, in, in the world going mad? Martine Aubrey, the mayor of Lille, has asked the town hall has said the town hall intends to file a legal complaint against persons unknown with only around 3% of the population vegetarian or vegan in France. Wow. The notion of dropping meat from the menu has been slow to catch on and even frowned upon in a country proud of its beef bourgeoisie and foie gras. Mm-hmm. Foie gras? I had I had rabbit once in Paris. Did you did never you like eaten it? rabbit before? I've had rabbit. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like chicken. But, uh, you know, it's not like it, people think it, it comes out on a rabbit foot. It doesn't come out as a rabbit's foot. It's, you know, it's just, it's like maybe shredded rabbit. Charcuterie. 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 Uh, French butchers have hit the headlines in recent months following a spate of hard-hitting reportages in abattoirs, abattoirs and battery farms served several by the animal welfare group L214, revealing the apparently inhumane conditions in which animals are being kept and killed. The Butcher's Federation pointed out uh, in March that a vegan activist had even hailed the murder of a butcher in a supermarket in Trebay near Carascon. Wow, that's By an Islamist terrorist. So the vegans got, they're they're in line with some of the Islamic. That's pretty drastic. It's a food-based. Boy, you can't beat a good steak, though. Something must be done about this. The activist posted a Facebook message saying she had no qualms over the killing of a butcher, Christian Medivs, one of four people killed by gunman Raduane Lakdim on 23 March. So does it shock you that a murderer gets killed by a terrorist? Not me. I have zero compassion for him. There is justice in it, she wrote. Mm. And I thought we were losing it. Yeah. The activist later received a seven-month suspended prison sentence for condoning terrorism. Faced with this escalation of violence, what will be the next stage, asked the Federation. The French butcher's plea for help comes a month after Britain's Countryside Alliance warned that attacks on small businesses by vegan activists were on the rise. Wow. Oh, I just, hope, uh... I just hope that you, me, Reavers, Height, and Olson are in a joint that gets attacked by vegan uh, activists. I can't tell you. I just, I would relish it. I would, I would chop them up and oh, process them oh, as oh. dumber sausage, not summer sausage. Death threats stoked by social media and encouraged by international groups of activists have caused butchers and farmers to live in fear. French farmers and butchers have been fighting to keep the image of the meat industry. Even vegetarian products promising to have a bacon taste will be out of bounds. Out of bounds. In what? what was in what was seen as a victory for France's powerful meat lobby, MPs voted the vote the change on the grounds that customers were being misled. Uh, it's a shame. It's a, je suis désolé. You know what it is? I am it's, sorry. It's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. Spends hours in hardware stores, 
to give you the nuts and bolts of life. I know just enough about soccer to know that it's a big deal that Germany was defeated in the World Cup. That is a huge deal. You beat them. Uh, let's look at the scores here. I have to look. I... Uh, but yeah, there's going to be many unhappy... Ger- the pubs are probably going to be very uh, full tonight. Well, they're running out of CO2 in uh, in Europe, so there's a, a big crisis. Uh, there's, a, there's a big beer crisis that's occurring... Just at the time of the World Cup. I believe uh, that's been discussed ooh, here. Germany ousted after loss By to who? South Korea. South Korea, that's right. Two uh, zip. Uh, Paddle, I'm sure, will have more on Woo! that as he joins us here in the TCL Woo! Broadcast Studios. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 79. Sports is next.